Hey everybody, this is Luis, and you're listening to the Ordinary Yogi Podcast. I'm a yoga and meditation instructor that happens to cuss and at times be wildly inappropriate. On this show, I break down the woo-woo teachings of yoga and connect them to the real world. My goal is to show you that you don't have to live or look a certain way for yoga to affect you physically, spiritually, and mentally. You can be an ordinary yogi just like me. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Ordinary Yogi Podcast. This week, I'm going to be recapping a little adventure I went on earlier this month, about the first week of October, so about a month ago by the time this episode airs. And it was called a Soul Searching Adventure, and it's put on by a fellow named Michael Cashew, uh, someone I've been following on social media for a long time. Uh, before I get into this episode, you know, I wasn't asked to do any of this stuff. I'm not getting paid. This was such a such a wonderful experience that I had. I wanted to share it with somebody. And maybe there's someone out there that, you know, maybe this sounds really good to you. And if you're interested in signing up, they do these, you know, multiple times a year. You can look in the show notes and I'll put some links to some things to get some more information. But yeah, I just really excited about what I found out. The whole experience was, it was just amazing. Um, and I just want to share what I got from it. Now, not all the details, but just some things to, I don't know, that I came back from. So essentially what it was is going out in the wilderness for, you know, about a week camping and hiking through the woods. We went up to New Hampshire, White Mountains National Forest. It was a wonderful time of year because the, the leaves were changing. And I went with 900 complete strangers. Uh, the only one I kind of knew was Michael Cashew because I've been following him on social media for a very long time. He you know, was a big CrossFit guy into this company named Brute Strength. And then, but now he's been doing a lot of self-development, especially with men um, and having these trips. So this trip, I've been wanting to go on for a really long time. When he first started them, I want to say it was back in 2020, I was on the list to like maybe be a candidate for the first one. And, you know, things just didn't work out. Um, we were moving uh, over here to Cheyenne. We were in upstate New York at the time. And then he had another trip coming up and... Uh, <laughs> I got deployed, so I couldn't go to that one, so I had to get postponed again. And now finally, you know, almost two years later or more, I'm finally getting on this trip. And I first, I essentially signed up for this because I thought it would be kind of cool. I'd never been camping. Um, I'm really, really, really green when it comes to that sort of stuff. And I thought it'd be just a cool thing to do. But I feel like all those pauses and delays were kind of on purpose, getting into the woo-woo. All, everything comes in its time. And at this point in my life, at this crossroads where I'm getting into transitioning to civilian life, I had a lot of anxieties on, you know, what the fuck am I supposed to do? I had ideas, but very, very just like anxious and worried about the, the future to come, to be completely honest with you. And sometimes I was like, I don't know if I can make it, man. I, I almost feel like institutionalized. You know, I feel like red from fucking the Shawshank Redemption, where I'm just like, it's been in too long. I don't know how to survive out there. Uh, so... I feel like that's the main reason I signed up now is like, I'm ready for this. I need to get some clarity on what's going on and what I should be doing. And that's why I went, right? I wanted to like maybe get like a magic fucking eight ball and just look into the future. And that was my intent to go. And just to give you some background, like I mentioned, I've never been camping. I've done like some field training exercises where we're out for like a night and that's it. But I've never, you know, packed up a big pack, slept, hiked, slept, hiked, never like eating camp food or, or you know, freeze-dried food. None of this shit I've ever done. Um, 
but I wanted to experience that just to develop that skill and to see if I, you know, maybe I do like this sort of stuff. And, you know, it turns out that I, I really did. And my hope is to continue to do things like this uh, so I can eventually take Sonny on and, and we can have some some bro time out there with me, a couple other guys in our lives and, and really connect, which I found was really, really beneficial. Um, so that is the the whole experience. It is called the Soul Searching Adventure put on by Michael Cash. You know, again, I'll put all this stuff in the show notes, links to the website, to his Instagram. If you're interested in this sort of thing, um, it was very, very beneficial for me. So the whole experience, right? First, we we get to Boston International Airport. We land. We all kind of meet up. It's very like for those who who are remember the real world. It's very real worldish. Like, hey, hey, I'm fucking, I'm Mike. I'm you know, I'm John. I'm Matt. All this sort of stuff. And we're all like super nice, polite, and you know, we're just getting to know each other. Really small talk. And for me, you know, to be to be a little vulnerable, I I'm very wary when it comes to conversations with other guys i don't know why i get really quiet i get really reserved like um i feel like i can't really add a lot to the conversation you know i by nature i'm a pretty quiet guy if you if you ever see me in public uh, i just kind of like to observe conversations and then in comes you know from far away i can see fucking mike has you come in and i'm fan, kind of fangirling at this point a little bit like oh my god you're a real person you're not just this voice i hear in a podcast you're not just this like image I see on my phone anymore. You're like real deal. And, you know, what I really admired about Mike was he kind of remembered the delays that I've had to get on these trips. And he's like, oh, finally you're here. And he just gives me this big fucking hug. Like he's known me for a long time. And, you know, that greeting may be like, okay, I'm in the right spot. These are the right dudes. I, I feel like I'm really in for something special on these days to come. So we drive out, you know, we're with complete strangers and we stop to eat and we get to our first campground and we start, you know, putting all our shit together. You know, we, I, fucking, I know how to build a tent, kind of. I brought my own and, you know, just asking questions, you know, how to read a map, all that sort of stuff. And I got to admit, even though it's cold as shit, I really, really admired. I really enjoyed being out there. You know, I, at first, I'm not going to lie, letting go of my phone, having no signal, turning it off, putting on airplane mode. I was like... Ah, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss something, whatever that is. I don't know, but uh, the only thing I really missed throughout the days was you know I wasn't able to contact my wife uh, and you know see pictures of my son and all that sort of stuff. So that was the only thing. But through that whole experience, I never once had the itch to like let's just fucking doom scroll and just see what's going on. You know, it was really enlightening. And one of the things I walked away from this trip was, huh. I guess I fucking don't need to be on my phone all the time, especially when I'm with the two people that matter the most to me, which is my wife and my son. I can just put my phone down and everything's going to be all right. So that was one thing I did walk away from. So a couple firsts for your buddy here. Um, I've never shit in the woods and I had my first couple times doing that on this trip and I'm very proud of myself for how I handled it. I actually really, really preferred it um, to going into just a regular bathroom. You had a nice scenery. It was nice and cold out. Um, you can get into like a really, really, really good deep squat position, which just like makes everything so much easier. Not to get too graphic, but it was, you know, it was the one thing I was kind of like, I don't, am I ready for this kind of deal? And let me tell you, your boy was ready. And I, you know, I might have taken a couple shits outside since I've been home just because I missed it a little bit. So we get into this trip. the The first day was, you know, about 12, 12 mile hike ish, and 
the first day was interesting. You know, after we're all kind of done for the day, we were sharing and it was very dudish where we kind of admitted that that first day we were kind of measuring each other out a little bit. Like, and what I mean by that is in my head, I was like, oh, I can't be the last one. I can't stop the rest. I have to keep up with this guy. I have to like, you know, comparing myself a little bit and, you know, competition amongst males. It's just, it's just a fucking thing that happens. And it's, it's a good thing, right? In the right, in the right context, in the right uh, amounts. And so we talked about that. And, you know, again, this whole time, we're just doing a lot of, a lot of reflection. We're asked questions. We're asked to write a lot of things and being out there disconnected from everything. Now I can't be distracted by uh, music that I'm listening to. I can't be fucking, the, my phone just can't be there. It's just like super like tempting to, to look, take a look at it and distract myself. And even just being away from absolutely everything that I'm familiar with also gives me a little bit more, uh, I guess, freedom and recollection. While I was out there, I we were asking you know, certain questions and a lot of stuff popped in my head that I had completely forgot about. And really, I had a chance to like dissect them and reflect on them. Things I haven't thought about since I was a kid and just kind of forgot that it happened. And looking at, at them now, you know, as a 37-year-old man, as a father, as a husband, just looking back at that kid and the things that happened to him, the way he was raised, you know, the attention he was given or not given and the love to receive or didn't receive, I was able to kind of make a lot of, a lot of puzzle pieces started fitting together as far as, oh, that's maybe why I do this now and do this. So you know, this whole time we're, we're riding on our own, we're doing things by ourselves, but at the end of the days, we're, we're sharing as much as we want, right? And you, you, if you don't know this about me, I'm a fucking crier. I, I cry a lot. So I was sharing things that I kind of like, oh, fuck. And I just, you know, crying in front of these guys. And it was a very, very, just a special time because I'm getting teary-eyed just thinking about it now is, you know, even though we did not know each other, which I feel makes it a little bit even easier to share because I might not even see these guys ever again in my life, you know, unless we decide to stay in touch, whatever. But for that moment, everyone was just very accepting, very not judgmental. I was able to really express how I feel, you know, not only with my words, but with my, my emotions, just fucking tears running down my, my face. And they, all I got was like, thank you for sharing. And, you know, it was, it was very liberating to be in that space and not be, not have fear of being judged, I guess, for, for being an emotional guy, which I am, you know. Um, and we did spend some time alone as well, which I felt was very, very beneficial. I was kind of hesitant at, at first, but again, a lot of time to reflect, which can be good or bad, right? You know, it, uh, someone said like in this, in that silence, there's just so much noise and it's very good of us to to do that every now and then to sort through it man it's as scary as it can be and even if it was scary we had each other to lean on and to discuss openly and you know some these guys they shared some some deep shit and i i really admire their bravery in doing that and it was and it was fucking awesome that's all i can say it was awesome you know aside from the sharing and the the, the emotional part of it being out in the woods you know, in New Hampshire in that time of year was absolutely beautiful. You know, we used to live in upstate New York, which I love autumn there because the the leaves change. If you've never experienced it, yeah, it looks cool in postcards, 
But when you're in the woods and you just see all these beautiful hues of fucking red, orange, yellow, and you're just in the middle of it experiencing it, it's it's something else, man. And you know, that that alone, the scenery that was worth it. And then the hikes that we went on, the the trail that we walked the whole way, it was some some of it was pretty tough. But, you know, it was I think that's part of it as well. You know, we we have to work um, as men, I think, together to really open up and share with each other. Uh, We open up more when we're shoulder to shoulder facing whatever, a challenge of some sort, not so much in a circle. So going through these tough hikes and there were some beautiful views that we got to. um, It was easier to open up at the end of the day, too, because we're just we we all did it together, right? We felt more of a unit. And I, I I really reflected on that because that's how it is typically in the military, right? When you're part of a unit, you suffer together, you embrace the suck together, and then you can really develop a team in, in that way. So, you know, the scenery is beautiful. The experience was beautiful. And, you know, at the very end, we, we come out, we come out of the woods. This is days later, right? Uh, it was very strange to be in the woods for so long. I, I say so long, it was a week. But it felt like forever. And then we come out and we come out and it's a very busy time of year because everyone wants to get their fucking selfies in the in front of the leaves or whatever. So we come out and there's just cars and people everywhere. And we're just emerging from the woods like these fucking cavemen. Like, Ugh. And uh, it was very strange. It was very overwhelming, actually, to to come out and just hear all the noise, all the people. And it just felt we felt different. Right. We were different than when we went in there. <laughs> so that was a that was an interesting experience for for myself i always put it to i experience it if everyone's ever watched the village the m night Shyamalan movie where these people live in a village right and they're secluded forever and then they come out and it's like modern day you're like what the fuck's going on that's kind of how i felt a little bit so we come out and then you know we have this awesome ugh, such a delicious meal <laughs> at the very end of everything before we go to our for a hotel for our last evening and it was amazing, you know. Nothing's wrong with re- with uh, freeze dried food, but having some nice, delicious barbecue at the end of all that just mm, ah, it was delicious. So, what I come out of here with, um, I feel a few important things. I'm not going to share them all because some are are very, very special and and uh, personal to me. But I will I will share a few of them. Uh, one is, you know, I was really I had to confront where I've been inauthentic in my life uh, when in, in terms of relationships, in terms of uh, my marriage in terms of who I am and what I want to be and how I'm living my life and if I'm really actually doing that the way I think I am. I also got to, you know, well, I was actually shown my strengths and how to lean into those. And uh, that was very a very special thing for me. You know, I, I'm, I'm pretty self-conscious when it comes to a lot of things, you know, and having those things revealed and and shared it was it was very very special i'm kind of a loss for words just because it it's hard to put into words the way i feel of how i came out of there but when it came to you know my relationships i'll, I'll share a couple things is uh when it comes to emotions you know it was i've always kind of when it comes to anger especially i've always kind of shoved it down and let it kind of boil underneath the skin a little bit and not let it express itself and but you know it's a fucking emotion it's going to come out it's okay to be angry right it just depends on what you do with it so that anger does show itself and you can ask my wife i will not deny it when i'm upset when i'm pissed off i just like i kind of stonewall 
and then I get I kind of turn into a little bit of a dick. I just kind of short answers. I don't give attention to my son, and I'm I'm very I'm a little shorter with with my spouse, and I just don't have a lot of words to say because I just let this thing fucking fester and boil underneath me instead of just letting it out and then getting that clarity at the end of it, you know, letting that emotion express itself. So that's one thing I, I learned from this trip. The other thing, when it comes to emotions, this is something another person on the trip brought to my attention while he, while he was sharing was, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> when it comes to, you know, being happy and joyful and all this sort of stuff, I'm pretty stoic. Like when something good happens, I'm just like, oh, cool. I don't really get <laughs> like super excited about it. And, you know, my wife can definitely uh, agree with that. And what he was saying, you know, is the emotions are such a, such a big spectrum. We should be able to express all of them. That's kind of like a healthy thing, you know. And I started thinking to my son, and I always kind of focus on the other emotions like anger and sadness. And I tell him, hey, it's okay to be angry, you know, when he throws a fit. Or it's okay to be sad when he's a little, when he's disappointed. Or sometimes he'll be sad when his mom leaves for the work. Um, but it just highlighted the importance of, showing him, hey, it's also okay to be fucking happy and ecstatic and excited about stuff, to express all those things and just let that light shine out because, you know, it's it's healthy, man. It just feels good to be joyful, right? And that was one thing I, I learned and that's something I'm, I'm trying to work on as I come back is allowing myself to express that that joyfulness and excitement more than just like, Oh, cool. That's that's cool that that happened. <laughs> that that great thing happened. And one more thing I'll share is, you know, when it comes to my relationship with my wife, I realize, you know, I want uh, more of her. I want a deeper connection with her or more of a connection. Shout out to the to the parents out there that you maybe know what I'm talking about is, you know, some days we we feel like roommates where, you know, we we take care of Sonny all day. And then by the time he's down, we're just both exhausted. And we're just like, you good? I'm good. You good? I'm good. We're going to retreat our own book. And then it's like, good night, good night. And then that's it. And I realized that it takes effort to, you know, we have to carve out time to like, hey, let's put the books down tonight. And I just want to sit and have a fucking conversation with you and just catch up and see how you're doing. Because <laughs> we can't really do that too well when our kids running around us. And same thing, you know, we... The other, when we got back or when I got back, we had a quote unquote movie date, which is essentially we, when we put Sunday down for a nap, we went downstairs, made popcorn and we snuggled up and watched a movie together, which we haven't done forever. And that was nice. So, um, that was another thing I, I took away is just, I want more of my wife. I, I miss her, even though I see her every day, I miss dating her. So hopefully as we move back to California, we can have more of that. But that was something that was highlighted and that I came to and something else that I'm going to work on with my wife as well. And aside from other things, again, other things that are very special to me and very private, um, it was a wonderful experience. I I just, I can't put it into words, man, the feeling that I had coming out of there, the the connection I had with those guys. It was, so much was brought to light. Um, it was wonderful. It was, it was fucking wonderful. So if this sounds like something you would want to take a part of or maybe interested and want some more information on, you can take a look at the links in the show notes or you can just, you know, you can Google it. You can just Soul Searching Adventure or Michael Cashew. His last name is kind of hard to spell, so just look in the show notes. Um, 
And to, you know, if it sounds like something you want to take part of, maybe something you need, I highly recommend it. I, I, yeah, it was fucking awesome, man. That's all I can say. It was, it was amazing. So that's all I have this week. I hope you all found this beneficial. Uh, I guess one thing I should highlight is that these trips are for, for men. So if you're a dude out there, this is targeted towards you. So, or, you know, if you're a female listening and you know a guy, maybe he could benefit from this for this episode to him to hear my, you know, I guess my um, review of it or whatever, and maybe he might find it beneficial, but, uh, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy this. And, uh, that is all I have this week. If you like what you're listening to, please leave a rating review, share it with somebody, share it on the social media, send me a message, all that good stuff. I appreciate you all. And I will talk to you next week. 